Okay, well, March Madness is usually associated with the NCAA basketball tournament, but the NFL has barred it for what's going on in just the past two weeks. Aaron Rodgers is back with the Packers. Tom Brady unretires and returns to Tampa Bay. Russell Wilson gets traded to the Denver Broncos. And Deshaun Watson gets traded to the Cleveland Browns. And for entertainment purposes, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman will be the new voices of Monday Night Football. So we'll just try to hit a little bit of each one of these. Now, Aaron Rodgers returning back with the Green Bay Packers was the talk of all last year in, in, in professional football. Is he going to go back? Is he going to retire? Is he going to be Jeopardy's host? Whatever. But he signed a nice deal, about $50 million a year. So he decided to come back. Now, the, the downside of that for him is he loses his favorite receiver, Devontae Adams, who moves to uh, ask for a trade and got it because he wouldn't play for the franchise tag for the Packers. So now he's on the Las Vegas Raiders. And he teams up with his old college quarterback, Derek Carr, who used to play. They both played for Fresno State. And Tom Brady coming back to Tampa Bay after he announces his retirement. Like, uh, I'm not going to play. It's, you know, he made that big statement. Thank you, the fans and everything else. But I guess after a month home or whatever it was, he decided, you know what? He's going to watch football games on Sunday and think, I'm better than... 90% of these guys that are playing. So I got to come back. If it's still in you and you want to do it, and they said this is the healthiest he's felt, because last, you know, the previous year before the season started, he had to have surgery done on his knee. There were things going on. His shoulder's fine. He's fine. He's coming back. I don't blame him. Why not? His wife's fine with it. His family's fine with it. There was talk that he may go to the 49ers. But he's staying in Tampa Bay. There was also a crazy rumor that he was going to go to the Miami Dolphins and Sean Payton was going to be the coach when he retired from the New Orleans Saints. And they were going to team up, but that just kind of all fell through. It didn't work out. So then Russell Wilson gets traded to the Denver uh, Broncos. He was playing for the Seahawks, which is a big move in itself if people were just thinking about that because he's going now to the best quarterback division in maybe the history of, of football, when you think of it. You've got Kansas City's got Patrick Mahomes. Los Angeles Chargers have Justin Herbert. Derek Carr is with the Las Vegas Raiders. And now you're adding Russell Wilson to the Broncos. That's in one division. So you've got two Hall of Famers, basically. You could say Mahomes is on his way to the Hall of Fame. Russell Wilson's going to get to the Hall of Fame. Justin Herbert is... The way people are talking, his stock is going way up. And then Derek Carr is a really good quarterback, too. So you've got four good quarterbacks in that one division. And they play each other twice a year. And Deshaun Watson, who's going through some legal battles, this, this past Friday, this, uh, two weeks ago, rather, Friday, they did not bring up criminal charges. The grand jury didn't bring up criminal charges oh, this on him. Guy. But... He still has 22 civil cases pending against him. Yeah. So he still could be suspended. He will. He probably. The thing depends. is, I don't know how the NFL is going to do it. I'm sure they're going to do something and say when this is all settled and how it all works out. If this is going to be, but he just signed a five-year, two hundred and thirty million dollar contract with the Browns to make him the highest-paid quarterback in the history of the NFL. He's a quarterback too. Deshaun Watson is a quarterback for. He played for you. Was. Played for the Houston Texans, was going through all this, sat out all last year, and now is going to the Cleveland Browns. 
the teams that were interested were the Carolina Panthers, the Atlanta Falcons, the New Orleans Saints, and the Browns were like the outside shot at getting him because he didn't want to play in a cold-weather city. He would have rather played. So he eliminated the Panthers. He eliminated the, the Saints. He eliminated the Falcons after he met with the owners and the coaches of the, of the Browns. He decided after saying, oh, I don't think I'm going to go there. The next day he changes his mind and says, you know what? I like the organization. I like the coach. The owner seems to be involved in the team. So I'm going to go. I I decided I'm going to go to Cleveland. Cleveland then trades three first-round draft picks, a second-round pick, a fourth-round pick to to the Houston Texans. And Deshaun Watson and and a fifth-round pick the Browns get back. And they go to... It, they're going to get. They're going to get, and he's going to go and be happy. And Cleveland didn't have to give up any of the players; they just gave up draft picks. So his team is pretty much set now. With that, Baker Mayfield, who is the starting quarterback, is like when this was first going on. It was reported he was like, "Well, I want. I'm out." This is even before they got him. Well, if you're going to try to get him, and even if you don't get him, the way you're treating me, I'm gone. Now, in one sense, I can understand it because. He has played hurt, you know, Baker Mayfield's comeback. He had a separated shoulder, was still playing, had a like a harness on and everything. And I give him credit for being gritty and, and tough and everything. But I think the biggest thing with Baker Mayfield is, and his biggest problem is, he's not relatable to the rest of his teammates. Because when, when Odell Beckham Jr. was playing for the Browns, he was, you know, and his dad came out and said, oh, he doesn't throw him the ball, look, he's open. There was this whole thing going on. You didn't hear any of his teammates really backing Baker Mayfield. They were all like they liked Odell, but you didn't hear a lot of the players or any of the players that I can remember saying, "Yeah, but ba- you know, Mayfield's our guy. Baker's the guy we want. This is the guy that's going to lead us and whatever." So when the quarterback can't command the room like Brady can, like Peyton Manning could, like Drew Brees could, great quarterbacks have to have that team thinking that every time we go out in the field, we're going to win, and he's got our back, we got his back. I never felt that in Cleveland with him. I'm not saying he's not a, a good quarterback, but he just can't commit. Like Carson Wentz, who went from the Eagles, then went to uh, Indianapolis, and now he got traded to the Washington Commanders. That's a knock on him, too. You can't be a me guy being the quarterback. If the rest of that team doesn't relate to you, then you're not going to have that success... You can, you can have guys that are still prima donnas and whatever, but you've got to have that quarterback who's going to go around that room and, and guys are going to, you know, he can galvanize the team when you have to. Matthew Stafford did that with the Rams and they won the Super Bowl when he was with Detroit. His teammate, and it's it's an important for the quarterback. Brady, there's not one player that's played with Brady that I've ever heard that said, Brady's not one of us. He was his own guy. You know, when he first came into the league, Brady, he could chug beers with the best of them, but he could still relate to, in his 40s, still relate to guys in their 20s because he cared. And I think that's the thing where Mayfield's missing. He's got the talent, but you can't come out and saying, you know, if let's say the Browns didn't get Watson. You'd think on his last year of his contract, he's making $18 million on his rookie deal. He could come out and say, you know what? I'm going to prove to you guys that I'm worth the money and I'm going to lead this team because he won the, a playoff game two years ago, which is the first time they've won in forever, the Browns. So he, he has that potential. But this is 
that guy who's got... No, this is Baker Mayfield I'm talking about. I'm not talking about Deshaun Watson here. I'm talking about Baker Mayfield here. Okay, He's okay. the quarterback of the Browns where Watson is going now. Correct. But this came out before he decided to sign with the, uh, with the Browns. Mayfield comes out and says, well, if you're thinking about getting Watson, <clears throat> excuse me, I want out. I'm going. I'm not going to stay here. If this is what you think about me, I'm going to move. I, I want to be traded. So now his wish is going to come true if they can move him because some other team is going to want to pick him up. The Indianapolis Colts need a quarterback. The Saints need a quarterback. You know, the, the Seattle Seahawks need a quarterback. It I'm might really, be. I'm really worried the Giants will get him. <laughs> I, I don't think the I think the Giants are all in on, on Daniel Jones for this one more year because if he doesn't do it, they know they're in a rebuild anyway. And do they? I don't think Baker Mayfield, to be honest with you, could handle the New York press either. No. Uh, if he can't handle it in Cleveland, because he's sometimes he's kind of snarky. He's got this attitude, like you know, he he comes off like his commercials. He's great in his commercials, but he's just not. I don't know. He's it's not fitting in there. He's got a chip, and I get it. It's good to have that, but is he the elite quarterback? He's not as good as Justin Herbert or Josh Allen or or, or the, the or Mahomes. These young guys. That are proven. So that, and I'm only talking about this from the football side of it, Zach. I'm not getting into right now. This is just the business side of the game. The off the field stuff, absolutely what you could say about Watson. Does he deserve it? Does he hasn't been convicted of anything, but there are 22 civil cases that are being filed against him. But, but okay, so if the, the thing is factoring in how a guy is in a press conference, can he handle the press of New York or something like that. This quarterback, what's his name again? Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson comes to your city with a lot of baggage. Oh, no. Uh, uh, so why would why would you accept that risk? Is he? I feel like Cleveland is like one more bad season from being kicked out of the league anyway. In that sense, they've never had a good season since they started in '99. So they're more willing right. To take they it. made the playoffs only you know when, yeah. when Baker Mayfield won. Well, here's the difference: they're more willing to take the risk. Uh, they're willing to take the number one. They haven't had a winner in forever. They've never been to a Super Bowl. And the thing in the NFL is, you want to be. A Super Bowl champion. You want to get to the Super Bowl. So the business side of the NFL is what I'm talking about now. Right, right. And the thing is, there was a rumor that came out or something came out from the Browns is that we don't want, I don't know the exact quote, but we want an adult in the room. We don't want a guy that's always complaining. Now, so you're going to bring in Deshaun Watson, to your point, who's going to have to answer a ton of questions. And I get that. But you look, if this was a, let's say, a cornerback from X, Y, or Z team, not even a starting quarter, a cornerback. I'm not even talking about quarterback. If this was just a player who wasn't the caliber of player Deshaun Watson is, he'd be gone. There'd be no question about it. With, with From the league? From the league. Nobody's got it. would cut the guy. They're not going to deal with a guy who's a, a marginal player or whatever. Let's say it was, you know, Joe Schmo was playing for, you know, the, the Steelers, whatever team you want to name. And all these things were coming out about him. He's cut. They're not going to keep a guy like this. But Deshaun Watson is, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Top five, top ten quarterback. So you're going to put up with that from the business side of it because you want to win. And your goal every year is to win a Super Bowl. And this guy, with the Browns have a decent roster now. They're better. They were a disappointment last year. But with him coming on the team this year, 
even if he gets suspended, even if all these things are cleared up and whatever happens with these civil lawsuits and whatever it might be. And I'm not in no, any way saying these. About, the one thing just about the NFL, too, and this is not like I like this or dislike, you know, it, right. Right. it's definitely it's a, a bad thing and not going into it too much. But right. like you've seen players like Ray Rice, Adrian Peterson get these mild suspensions for off right. field terrible thing and then it's come right back in the NFL they only I, I don't saying this is a good well, thing. Well Ray they Rice did get go because they had a video. See that's right. the thing. But he still only got a six game suspension. Right, but he did and eventually though nobody wanted him in whatever. Well, so after, if there's video but, with after that the came video from came out external pressures that was yeah. not of course the right. But no, I mean just, like see so there's again, no video if there was a video of Deshaun Watson to your point, he this would be but it's, there's a history in the NFL of like they don't the, Okay. For the good players, we'll yeah. get the opportunity. Exactly, well, and then okay. they're like so. There's also they 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 scale things differently. There's a guy for the Chiefs who bet on a game last year, right? And now he's out for the whole season That's, already. He got suspended for the whole season right. without needing. Right. But I guess that you know there's more. It's a paper trail. It's easier to prove that that happened. All that right. stuff. But it's like it's again. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying have, I like it. No, but no, it's the NFL. If if you're yeah. a good player, you're gonna get all the all the second chances that they want because they think that if all this goes away, objectively Deshaun Watson's a, a great quarterback. I remember uh, what was it, JJ Watt when they when they were still on the same team together and they they lost, they missed the playoffs that year. He went up to him and said, "I'm sorry, we wasted a year of your career." Meaning like that he knew he's such a good quarterback, he should make the playoffs every year. He should be fighting for a Super Bowl every year. So if you are a Super Bowl caliber quarterback, yeah, I'm not saying not this is here. right. Yeah, no, you're no, gonna it, get you're gonna get a chance at something. It's regardless. It's the sad reality. And it's, and it's the Browns. That's the real thing. The Browns haven't had any reason to watch for any year they've been in the league since '99, right? So if they get a guy like Watson, who's a Super Bowl caliber quarterback, they're gonna take. He'll the be risk. must see TV because you know, yeah, you, even if he has all these, you know, these civil lawsuits, all this stuff, even if it goes away, you're talking about the Browns now. Which you know, the no thing, no I, such yeah. thing as bad press. The Browns are a relevant team for whatever. Well, I, I just want to say, give me one second. I, it was a Falcons player. Oh, he's been not Chiefs, uh, not Calvin Chief. Ridley. I just Cal- want to. Okay, he got suspended for for the game. But you're right. Oh no, yeah, I got But and that's a big. He's a good receiver. But the thing is, the integrity of the game. Now I know what you're saying, and there's moral issues. Now Cleveland's still going to have to face this. Don't let let's not kid ourselves. Yeah, there's going to be. They, they also know, but like, okay, Kaepernick was a pretty good football player. Right. He's right, always right. posting workout videos. Right. <laughs> but is. But it's not good for money. But it's not good because... Well, because in can their ca- minds, he was bashing the owners. And the right. owners are the right. ones Let's be honest. If it, was, if it was... Let's say it was even Aaron Rodgers taking a knee all the time. It wasn't even Ka- Kaepernick. Do you think it would have mattered to the Green Bay Packers that Aaron Rodgers is taking the knee and no, whatever? No. Because he produced. The, the issue with Kaepernick was wrong. He was blackballed. He, he, you know, we know all that. It's right, been no, dealt no, no. with, but it's a business league. If you're going to have people protest, and you're going to have protests in the beginning, it happened at Pittsburgh with Roethlisberger until things changed. You win, people forget. You lose, you're kicked even more. Michael Vick with with, but he was able to come back. You have to forgive for certain things. Now, he served also time in prison, Michael Vick. So okay, and he was still getting things done for and where other guys have gotten away with things 
and this man went to prison for what he did. And I'm not saying no, no, no. I, I'm saying that there's like there's it, the the scales of justice in well, the NFL are yeah. insane. Well, no, and and in the world, I'm too. agreeing with you. The scale, I know exactly. If you can do something that not a lot of people can do, <laughs> then you're going to get a better chance of doing that still, rather than a guy who's not as good or a woman or something. It doesn't matter. If you do something horrible, but you're a man or a woman, you're good at it. You're going to get that second chance because you're still going to bring money in. People are still going to come to the games. They're going to forget about this down the road, what happened. It'll never be forgotten by the people that this right, ha- right. allegedly happened to, because I don't want to say, because he's denying it all. He's saying, you know, God is with me and on my side and things like this. And look, 22 cases, there's a lot. That's a lot of evidence there. But if there was one video, like you were talking about with Ray Rice or whatever, then it could be. The massages got out of hand, you know, no pun intended. That's what these women are saying, that this is what, what happened. It was He's saying it was consensual, the things that went on. The women are saying it wasn't consensual. That will be proven in the civil cases when they come out. Right. Now, other athletes have said, I've heard them say, look, whenever I've had a massage done, if I'm married or have a girlfriend and it was a girl doing it, I had them come with me. Because let's say I... And I'm not saying, I'm just saying, no, I, this was a scenario some, some players said. Let's say nothing did happen. I had the massage and the woman said, I did something. There's nobody there. They Everyone said, look, I either brought my girlfriend or my wife because I wanted a massage therapist to help me out. They came to the house. They sat in the room because they didn't want to have anything like this brought up. This is 22 cases this is a lot of things that are being said here. He gave his depositions. I know he said he took the fifth and some of the things. So we'll see what happens. And if this comes out that he can settle them and he can pay them off in a cash settlement for each one of these women, will the NFL still suspend them? More than likely, they'll say, look, your six games will go to four is what I'm thinking they're going to do. We're going to suspend you for the first six games of the, the upcoming season, 2022-23 season. Yeah, and then it'll go to arbitration. It'll go to arbitration. They'll so, say, okay, so you missed the full month of September. You still got 13 games to play. The protest might be there from, and justifiably so, if people think no, yeah, that that's I'm wrong. Just, yeah, we're, absolutely. Yeah. But what I'm saying here first is the business side I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm not no, talking I'm about, asking. right, I'm not talking about, is it right, more, you know, whatever. Absolutely not. If these any one of these women this happened to, Alleged happened to because you have to say that until we know. Right. Then, absolutely, they they're, they're entitled to something for this. It's not going to get back like what they might feel is money going to help it. Maybe they can then get therapy or whatever they need from it, but it's still not. They have to live with that. That hey, I'm just trying to do my job, and these things that are being said went on. So obviously, the NFL has looked at it because everyone said every one of the teams that were looking into this said. They've all done their due diligence, and they think that things are going to calm down and get it. But like I said, if this was Joe Schmo cornerback uh, or defensive end that wasn't really good, second stringer, third string, and these allegations came out, they'd say, thank you for playing, you're out. They, but if you're the starting quarterback that can lead you to a Super Bowl, lead you to win playoff games, the NFL, the bottom line is, we want to win a Super Bowl. Now, correct me though if I'm wrong on this too. This is now getting away from this much more hot button issue. But right. Okay. The NFL is dealing with like marijuana offenses. 
Don't isn't there like crazy? There's been a crazy suspension for players with that. Am I right well, that that like Josh Gordon constantly gets suspended? For right, Josh long. Gordon. How, how long are you suspended for that? Well, you could be suspended for. It's not as. It depends ben, on the if you're defenders, if you're Josh defenders Gordon's more Josh Gordon who's been suspended for for, for years for times. for multiple times and things go on. But in some state, you know, they tested for it all the time. It's um, I, I can't really say yeah, for sure of it. Like it's up to but the it's team if they want look, to test every player, it. we know a lot of them smoke pot, which is a little different than this yeah, going. Like you're doing, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, you so know what I mean? Like, like, like was said in the movie North Dallas 40. He goes, you're going to bust me for smoking pot? You give us harder stuff in the locker room to play. So there are things that are done that players can do when they, if they're tested or I don't know, even if it's, to be honest with you, you maybe you could look it up right now or, or we can, our next podcast, we can get into it. I don't know what this suspension is for. I know for, for steroids and things like that or well, for, for form yeah. enhancing things, yes. But I get, I get to your larger point that it's like there's no consistent... Like there's, the no, there's no, not there's no scale. Yeah, well, there's no scale. Yeah. It all depends but, on what... Uh, but look know. at it in, in the country. Now, who would have thought you, there's legalized gambling and one player bets 1,500 Calvin Ridley on, on a parlay and he's suspended for a year, but the integrity of the game is brought into it. Because yeah, if so you've got a guy... Game bet, he played? Not, he didn't play. He wasn't playing. He was hurt. But he was betting on games and the NFL games, which you're not allowed to do at all. You're not right, supposed to right. bet. While you're but meanwhile, you have a team in Las Vegas. Which would never have happened thirty years ago. That thought of that was going to be. I remember Tony Romo was going to do a fantasy draft. Like I think it was in Vegas. He was going to have like a. It was like you could you know party with Romo. T- and, yeah. and the NFL said no, 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 no. You're not doing that. That's no, before they got involved in it. Yeah. Now you've got Drew Brees doing commercials for it. The Manning family's doing commercials for for gambling and whatever. You know, so retired players it's are doing the only it, ads I see. Yeah, yeah DraftKings, yeah. MGM. There's seven different betting companies, uh, organizations that are involved with with the NFL now because there's billions of dollars to be made. There's going to be in-game betting. Can you bet on, you know, pass run? Or is it going to be, you know, yeah, fumble, well, whatever? You can bet on anything now. Is it going to be like called like not parlays, but there's like things where it's like um, well, you can bet on play, but you know, you can start to do it in it. You know, gambling inside in some of the arenas, in some of the in some of the the stadiums, you're trying to see. Some of them are so crazy, like because I have people at work I know bet on, right? But it's like you don't you don't bet on okay who's gonna win, what's the score. You bet on is this player gonna get over or under this many yards, but also is this player gonna start the game? Is this player going? Are they gonna be leading? And that's not even fantasy. This is just regular DraftKings. No, yeah, that's whatever. That's not. It's like okay, you could. It's like you can have like a three tier bet where it's like if your team is leading at halftime and. Your quarterback throws this amount of yards. More than two hundred or less than two hundred yeah, or whatever. Then, yeah, and then this happens. Like if all three of those hit, you make right. a triple amount. It's like it's insane. It's do insane. you think you that, yeah, like now with all this stuff, like I mean, I know there's like five separate apps, but do you think teams will start their own individual, like within the stadium, like Broncos bets, and you can go there and like? Well, there, there are like there are like supposed a, to be some setup in certain play, but it'll be run in in the, in the stadium, but it'll be by, run by like. Yeah, whatever, MG, whatever one you're associated with. It won't be like the Broncos will this, rent out a space or well, the Cowboys or whatever. Not to and you could it. bet it if it's legal and something. But for New York, for the longest time, you couldn't bet it. Now right, it's right. now it's open to New York. Not you to know? shift it to, to hockey, but um, 
Connor McDavid signed with MGM, and he was the first athlete in the four major uh, sports leagues, like you know NFL, you know NBA. Right. That 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 he was uh, MLB, he was the, yeah, MLB yeah, and yeah. NHL. He was the first player. Like he signed with them. He's like an official sponsor and like face of them for a betting thing. So right. it's kind of funny. It's like to me, it's funny because I know it's like you know we're talking about NFL, but it's the same thing. Like Connor McDavid couldn't use MGM to go bet on a hockey game whether he wanted to or not because he is playing hockey for a team. But so he can be the say, face. But of the he could be right. yeah the face, the ambassador right. of a betting thing that he is not right. legally allowed to do. Look, we well, give, give me sponsorship money over gambling money any day because yeah. that money's solid. Well, I mean, look look at it though. These we have to remember. We look at these athletes as bigger than life and whatever, but at the end of the day, they're just regular people like you and me. I mean, they just happen to have a talent that can do more. But how do you keep that in check to realize what you have to do for your job? I mean, you know, this is like the behavior that you have to do. Guys smoke pot. There's gun charges with with players that, that, that don't know enough not to take a gun on a play. Whatever. They get a lot of money. Maybe they got hangers on it, and they're never told... You can't do it if you weren't, you know, because you've been geared that way all your life. Hey, you're really good at this. You're going to make a lot of money. You want to do what you're going to do? Then do it. Once you realize you have to play within the certain standards or certain things in the league, yeah, do they bend rules? Do they do things? Well, how do you have a commissioner, though, too, that is paid by the owners, $60 million a year Goodell makes? He's not going to ever side with the, I mean, no, he's never going to do You know what right I mean? Thing. He's he's always going to think of the owners first when it, it like some of these things are going to go to arbitration and they want the commissioner to do it. Well, he's going to side with who's paying him. The, exactly. Like we've got this lawsuit that was brought up. Now the Dolphins owner saying, "Hey, lose some games." Are they checking into that? The owner of the Miami Dolphins saying to the coach, "Hey, who got who got fired? Hey, uh, lose some games so we'll get a better draft pick. So we'll move up. I will say though, this uh, podcast did call it though because Flores got hired by Brian Mike Flores Tomlin. got hired by Mike Tomlin. We did call that. Brian yeah. Flores is working for the Dolphins. The owner of the Dolphins allegedly said to him, "Tank, Here's we want to get a better draft pick. Here's a hundred grand or yeah, a like, game. Here's like a hundred thousand dollars for Tank per game em. you lose. Tank him." So now he's you can no. get he could get criminal charges if it's if it's done the owner of the Dolphins could get for trying to decide a game, but mm-hmm. is the NFL going to come down harder on him? The Washington Commanders now have had talk of um, you know sexual misconduct through their the whole organization, organization basically. Are they going to you know what's going to happen with that? That's being looked into again. That's where the constant conversation comes up of independent investigators. Right. It's like when the NFL is investigating their own thing, they're always yeah, going to side with not, it. Yeah, right. it's not. But it all that's goes... something you haven't heard about. Because like you, you brought up, okay, Devontae Adams, he decides. He gets a contract offer the same amount of money from the Packers, but he still decides to go to the Raiders because he didn't want to play for the Packers anymore. Tom Brady comes out of retirement. Russell Wilson gets traded to the Broncos. So the NFL is really good at overshadowing yeah. their own investigations with, oh my God, can you believe Devontae Russell Adams Wilson said, I don't, yeah. I don't want to play for, I don't want to be franchise tags. would mean that you, you can, like if you, once your contract runs out, they can franchise tag a player saying, 
you can't go anywhere for another year, but you're going to get a raise. The second time we franchise you, you're going to get another raise. So your salary is going to go up, but you don't have the right after your first contract is up to go on the open market unless you're a player we don't really care that much about. But Devontae Adams was... Can't you only do it to one player a you year? Can, no, you can do it to... You can franchise another guy. You can franchise... So two players? You, no, maybe? only one player. Yeah, so right. But I mean, like per year, like right. they could, they could but they did, tag somebody they else did Devonte Adams, the Packers, because they figured, oh, we got Aaron's back. Yeah, his best receiver is Devonte. You're going to stay, right? We're going to give you. You're going to get. I, I forget what the, the the rate is. If it's fifteen percent or eighteen, then the next time you franchise him, it's it happened to Dak Prescott. His contract was so high when they finally signed him because they franchised him twice. Uh, Kirk Cousins for the Minnesota Vikings made a ton of money because he was transferred. Um, he got the uh, the the franchise tag twice when he was with the Washington uh, Commanders. So that's a way of keeping you because they don't want to get rid of you. Mm. They want to keep. Now that only happens to good players, good players, like I said. So you get one tag, you get a second tag, then you can go. But this was Devontae's first, so he's like, hey, wait a minute, I don't want to play. Even though he's going to make about 19 or 20, $20 million anyway. He's like, I don't, Didn't I'm not signing like $151 million, like his contract? I don't, I, you know what? I believe, I, I'll look it up I don't know exactly, if it was, he signed the it most was big. Lu- he signed the most lucrative wide receiving. Uh, he does have yeah. the most. I don't know, I know it was. I in think the, it's one. But he's saying, I don't want to play. I want to be able to see what my worth is out there. It's not like he, it doesn't mean that he couldn't come back to the Packers, but the Packers are. Like, hey, franchise tag you, Aaron's back, we got a chance to win a Super Bowl, everything's cool, we're good, right? So he said no. The pack he said, I'm not gonna play. Before we get to pass, he sorry. signed a five year, a hundred and forty million dollar contract. How much is guaranteed of that? Does it say? Uh it doesn't necessarily say he has a nineteen uh point two hundred and fifty thousand signing bonus alone. Right. Okay, Just alone. That. But I can see how much I think in the first I think it says the I first think the first two, two years, years are guaranteed of it. And then they can because they can also juggle numbers. Oh, twenty two point seventy five million guaranteed. Okay. So that's that. more than what he would have gotten. Right. If he that. makes it to March twenty twenty three, another forty two million is fully guaranteed. Be- right, because then he's on the roster. They have to have yes. a roster bonus to make it on, on the on the team. So wow. look there's a lot of money to be made, but as much money as the players are getting, the owners are getting more. Oh, yeah. They're printing it. These but are billionaires about, against millionaires is what's going on here. But what we said about, you know, Rodgers, how this is the best spot for him now. I mean, now right. look at the team. He's right. He It's so funny because he kept being like, okay, with this big open press uh, press conference, he's airing out all of his grievances. Right. He's like, he shouldn't have let Clay Matthews go. And he listed off like 12 players. Right. Then he signs a huge contract with them after basically for two years begging to get out of there. Right. And then he signs with them, and who is now his best receiver, Rand- Randall Cobb? Yeah, that's right. And that's, Randall and Cobb is the only really good one on the... And that's no, the guy he wanted, Randall Cobb, yes. too. But they have no... Like running game, really. They have no wide receiver core anymore no. besides Randall Cobb, and now people are like, as much right, as he's getting blamed for it, Rogers. In this yeah. sense, like you wanted to come back, you got all this money, and now you get, which, at least online. There's so much after this contract, especially too. There's so much outpouring of like love and support for. 
First. Oh, Jordan Love. Jordan Love, because they're like, this kid is never, like, he's right. never going to start. Never. He's, he's never, never going to start and in he, Green Bay. And, you know, Rodgers made the whole big stink about, basically, that's why he wants to go. They want this guy right. away. Right. And he signs them for five more years. Yep. It's like, and I don't care how much they interact on Twitter, they seem like good friends or whatever. You know, he also, Love wants to start, That too. seems a lot like marketing. Yeah, like, like, Jordan, well, Jordan Love well, wants course, to start. The, the social media director of the Green Bay Packers says, "Hey, tweet this." Yeah. You well, know. yeah. I mean, look, money drives everything, and I don't blame it. But, but another point, like Tom Brady came, you know, to Tampa Bay, and Gronkowski was, and he said, "Hey, Rob, come on, come on down. We got a chance to win here. Bring another guy in. Hey, you're gonna go to free agency. You sign. You stay with us. I'm gonna win you a Super Bowl." And he did. Where Aaron Rodgers, and now I know Devontae Adams likes, you know, Derek Carr. You know, I know that. But uh, the thing is, if if Rodgers could have said to him, hey, just do me solid, let's stay, we'll work out something, he didn't have that to do it. Now, he was friends with Carr. He played with him, like I said. But Rodgers doesn't have, nobody's got what Brady has, though, as far as that goes. He can get guys to stay because he's won. You know what I mean? And when you win, you've got an awful, really good chance of keeping people there because of you've won in the past and you can prove that you can do it again. And it just doesn't seem like, uh, well, I mean, I think one, Aaron Rodgers is now, let's say, past his prime. And uh, I, I'm, I'm in my armchair opinion, I'll say that. And then two, uh, he doesn't have what Brady has, and that's the ability to, he's like this lone wolf. He, he doesn't really build people around him or have people that, oh, I want to stay for for Rodgers. Rodgers kind of seems self-interested. And you know, one of the Rodgers' like, effects on his team is he drives a lot of players away. Whether he wants to or not, he signed a huge contract. That didn't really help the Packers bring in a bunch of you know any free agents so far, we'll see. But then the first thing, the Brady effect, the opposite of that, the first thing that happens when Brady signs or like comes back out of retirement after two months uh, two two players re-signed with the Buccaneers for like less than maybe right. the market value because, because of he brings yeah. back Tom Brady. And, we, we're it, and that's win. yeah, but that's, that's the, the next factor. What's the over under? What's the over under that uh, what's his name Julian Edelman comes out of retirement? Oh, you never you never if somebody gets hurt later on this year, yeah. you never know because well, that was the biggest thing when he left the Patriots, right? Will and he, then it was always depends on the severity that and whatever yeah. does he oh I mean, do they want him or whatever? Now if there's all this yeah like you said the time goes if he could and they needed him. Brady can make that call, and you'll do that. That's what I mean about having that, getting back to the locker room and whatever. So what are they going to do with uh, Baker now? Well, he's got a possibility. There's a couple of places he could go. I don't think he has a no trade. Right. So he can go to Seattle, which lost Russell Wilson. He can go to New Orleans. He can go to Indianapolis if these other teams want him. Because he might come in and say, yeah, I'll play, but I want extend my contract. Let's start negotiations. Joe Flacco was was did that and said, "You know what? Don't worry about signing me." Then he won a Super Bowl. What about the poor kid on Green Bay? The, the kid, does he well, have the any possibility thing is, of trade? Well, he's still under his rookie you deal. You could take he's he'd be worth it, but who's going to take a shot at him because you don't know what this guy can do? Yeah, cuz uh, he got drafted really highly. And was hoping, but right. was that three years ago? Yeah, you're hoping that you're going to be so there. So now he's he, still on his rookie contract. Yeah, it's years. like yeah, it's I think a could be, four year deal. Yeah, oh, okay. 
But so that's the thing, though. So he's he he was a good or five, I think, for the first could, round. Yeah, yeah, it depends. It could be between like four or five. But it also yeah. he's a good. He got drafted highly overall, so he's a good so prospect. He, but but then he's been sitting for. But three he's years. cheap. I don't mean he personally is cheap, no, but he's no, under he's, a rookie yeah. contract. So yeah. they're like, well, why would we trade this guy? He knows our system. If Rogers got, he goes, look, if Rogers gets hurt, we're screwed anyway. They're thinking. So we might as well keep the devil we know rather than the devil we don't know. Bring in somebody else and learn the system. We've had this kid here for years now, a couple of years. We keep him in here. We don't have to pay him. And then next year we tell Aaron if if, if somebody wants love that we have, we got to get somebody. Aaron. I, mean, I feel like now if Aaron Rodgers though is signed for five years, I feel like they have to trade love. He'll play. Then, th- he'll play maybe two. That's why Denver really might have been smarter getting Russell Wilson than Rodgers. Because Rodgers, let's say if Rodgers wins the Super Bowl this year, you could say, you know what, done. Yeah. Mike drop. But I've if made he does want to ultimately play the five years, then they right. would also want to trade Love because then he'll walk oh, yeah. for nothing. Or Love can just walk and they'll draft somebody else. That's say, the thing. If, but yeah. I don't think they'll necessarily want him to leave for nothing. If right. they, even though you draft him, you didn't give up anything for no. him. No. But you don't want a prospect to lose for you lose him no. for nothing. But the thing is, that, like you said, though, earlier, they're wasting him just sitting there. Yeah, he's not. He's not going to play. He'll play in preseason. Yeah. But preseason is like, Three-quarter speed NFL, it's totally different first game of the year. You know what I mean? So, And the kid hasn't played. Yeah. So you really can't tell. And when he did play last year, he wasn't good. But what are you going to do? The kid, if you're not playing, you can't hone your skills. You know, you can't get better if you're sitting. Mm-hmm. But how are you going to say to Aaron Rodgers now, uh, yeah, we brought him in, we're going to not start you this game, Aaron. We wanted to see what he can do. Preseason doesn't mean anything. It's regular season and how, how well you're going to perform at that. But it's like we always say, it's money. And billionaires that own it, like when they go to parties and they're on their big yachts and they've got all their friends coming in there and their teams are 3-14 and 14 now or they're not making the playoffs, their other billionaire friends are going, hey, can't win, huh? Yeah. They don't want to hear that because they've never not won owners. They've never not won. That's why they're billionaires. So that's the other thing that they're driven by. Okay, we'll put up with some of this stuff. We don't like it. We'll give money to, let's say, um, whatever cause that that player might have done something, whether it's domestic violence or if it's, you know, uh, cruelty to animals or whatever. We'll we'll give money to these charities, but we're still going to keep the guy because he's a winner, regardless of what it is. And they'll start foundations and things. But when they're with their other millionaire, the billionaire guys hanging out, they don't want to hear that. Oh, we, you can't, you, man, your team stinks. No billionaire wants to hear that whatever they're involved in is no good. You don't think Jerry Jones gets tired of hearing he hasn't won the, you know, won a Super Bowl in forever with the Cowboys? None of these guys do because they're never loose to not winning something. They've got their millions and millions of dollars in yachts and, and their and whatever. Jerry else Jones they, might need to be worried more about his illegitimate kid that just. Well, up. yeah, but uh, that's not. He he had given things, but that's another thing that'll just get swept under the. You of know, course, that's yeah. what happens with you know. But any guys chance to rag on Jerry Jones? Yeah, but that's that's the uh, but with everything else going on with Jerry, you know what I mean? It's only a surprise, you know. There was only maybe one, there could you know whatever. But he liked this woman. These things happen, whatever. But it's just a weird thing with the NFL, and I get it. But it would be in any sport if you have these things going on. 
It's it, weird in anything where there's a ton of money at play. No one's really good at regulating themselves when they can control every single thing. Right. You can't. It, it's it's just something that, that goes on and happens. And All right. Quickly, just to bounce off of this, yeah. in, into the March Madness of the NFL right. this week or the past two weeks. Right. Of all these stories, right. what dominated the headlines the most, do you think? Well, the, Who had the biggest splash? The funny thing is, when Rodgers signed, whoa, he dominated. Until Brady said, hey... I'm back. That dominated. Then it went to Russell Wilson. Holy cow, he's gone. The, the biggest thing, I think, was, you know, because it just happened to Sean Watson a few days ago, this was all over the NFL Network and ESPN and everything else yesterday and until somebody else, something else happens in this. Who made their announcement first, uh, Rodgers Rogers, Brady? then Brady. Then Brady. Brady did it last Sunday d- during the NCAA March Madness when the this, the show was coming on, what team is going to play where, and the whole thing, Brady says, "I'm coming back." That's big. Did, he came on. No, he didn't come on the air and do that. He just was came out that he like tweeted, know, and then it was like, you know, Brady's coming back. You know, that's big deal. That's a huge deal. But anything that happens in the NFL is breaking news. Anything, any, any one of these stories would be a big story. Oh, Roger signs, and now Devontae Adams leaves. Now people are saying, like we we talked about. Mikey brought it up. Oh, they're blaming, they're blaming, uh, you know, Rodgers for Devontae Adams leaving. That story would would continue if Brady didn't come back. Then Brady comes back. Well, Brady's coming back. The Bucks are going to get people aren't going to leave after all. They're going to stay, and he's going to play, and they're going to win. And then boom, you're trading a Hall of Fame quarterback basically in Russell Wilson, who the the Broncos said it was mutual that they both wanted to go. And then his press conference in Denver goes. I didn't like push for it. I just wanted organizational changes. But they were saying, oh, he wanted to go. And he was like, I really, you know, I could have worked with you guys if we were going to go on the route because he followed what Brady wanted to do and what Rodgers wants to do. I want not only to play, but I want to tell you, I want this guy. I want that guy. Now, did Rodgers make a call to the Packers and say, hey, open up the coffers and sign them? But Adams might have just said, I'm done. I'm going to Las Vegas. And the other thing about playing in Las Vegas is there's no state tax. So if you get X amount of money per year, you're getting X amount of money. You're not paying Wisconsin, I don't know if it's 7.8 state tax or whatever it is. You're you're getting that money. You're going to pay federal tax, but you're not paying the state tax on it. So it's conducive to play, let's say, in Las Vegas or Florida or Texas, which don't have state taxes. That's another thing. Plus, he likes him. He's friends with this guy. He went to college with uh, with Carr. He knows him. He's friends with him. He might have just said, you know what? I've had it. I'm going to play. I want to go to Vegas. I live in Vegas. He's not like he doesn't know Vegas. He played with him in, in college at Fresno. He knows them. And that's a big thing. If you have this comfort level, like, I don't know, Rodgers might only be here another year. I, I'm going to give up a chance to make more money than not? I mean, come on. The biggest news, like to go back to your point, might have been that Joe Buck and, and, and Troy Aikman are the new voices of Monday Night Football. Who are they replacing? Steve Levy was the uh, head okay. guy, and, and uh, Brian Greasy, who now is the quarterback's coach for the 49ers, and Lou Riddick. So he's going to be... But going against them is going to be the Manning cast if they're still going to do it on ESPN2. How is that? How did that do? That did well. Uh, yeah, that did very well. And I think 
that's what one of the things they were talking about. If Brady came didn't come back, would he do one with a Gronkowski? You know, him and Gronk doing a cast. Because well, he does a lot of the Manning casts. He's right, on, like, he's on the Manning cast. Gronk or Brady? Brady. Brady. Brady's, really? Brady's done, uh, you know, done them. And that's, Believe it or not, Brady and the Mannings love each other. Yeah, they do. They're very, very close and tight. You know what I mean? Because you know what it is, too? It's the respect that they have for the way they played and the, the work that they put into it. You know what I mean? When you, when you see somebody else working as hard as you on the other team, even though Brady had the better... Obviously, seven Super Bowls to two. You know what I mean? It, it's you still respect that guy, and at the end of the day, you know. So I always made the joke with Eli. He right. said he's like Eli. I like playing against your brother Peyton better. But then Eli was like, I liked all of our plays. <laughs> yeah, so like, right, right, right. Because I beat it twice yeah, in the Super yeah. Bowl and stuff. So that's that's a. A big thing, when you have the respect for other guys, too, that you'll do the shows and you don't have the grudges, you can be competitive but respect the guy who off the field. Well, I mean, yeah, and a lot I mean, of these guys are experts that's at leaving it yeah, on the field. Yeah, of course. And, and, you know, now some of the old-time players are like, there's no way I would have asked for, like, a guy's jersey when I was playing. Like, you know, like, I didn't want to get jersey from somebody else's team. I'm not hugging you and doing all that nonsense because... It was a war. Now things have changed now. You know, guys like Tom Brady, when he when Odell was with the Giants, his son loved Odell. He said, would you sign a jersey for me? And he gave it to him for his kid. He goes, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? But you didn't have that 40, 50 years ago. They were ripping each other's heads off. And at the end, yeah, they'll shake hands. But they're not trading jerseys like in soccer and whatever. That's, yeah, a, that's, yeah. that's a totally different, totally different uh, uh, world right now. But most of these guys, too, a lot of them share the same agents. Like, you brought up Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman's agent was the same as Tom Brady's. So Edelman tells a story. He's like, I'm coming in, and this is the days before computers when he had this big playbook, and Brady comes up to Edelman and goes, Hey, uh, Julian, how you doing? My name's uh, Tom. And he goes, No kidding. <laughs> You're Tom Brady. I know who you are. But they had the same agents. Now, a lot of these guys have the same agents. They're, they hang out in the, the summer and you know and do things. So it's it's totally different than it than it was as far as that goes. But um, have we talked enough about, do you think, the NFL? Have we covered? I think we've covered pretty much. Well, just the one thing you did want to mention, just to wrap up the NFL, is, that, that Monday night football oh, thing. Right. How big is that, do you think, for Monday night football? You know, yeah, that's, I did want to talk about that. It's good. That's a little bit of uh, dementias kicking in there. Yeah, you know, here's the interesting thing. Does the, I don't think, I mean, it's great to have them. They're great. They're both really good. I'm not a, Big Joe Buck. I've gotten to like Joe Buck more. Aikman's a great analyst, but if the game is terrible, doesn't matter who's doing the game. You know, it's a big game when you know when Summerall and, and Madden did it, or Michaels and Madden did it, and whatever. You had John. Madden. But if the game is no good, they can't save a game. But the good thing is, with the amount of money that's being paid out, they're going to get good game. Well, they're going to get good matchups anyway. Well, the games are going to be good. It could still be a blowout if Tampa Bay's playing Green Bay. You never know. It could be a, a total wipeout anyway. And you can't make a great game out of a game that's not good on the field. But having them there, it gives them that, hey, look who we got now. You know, no offense to Steve Levy, but Joe Buck has done Super Bowls and he's done World Series games. He's big and Aikman's been doing it forever also. And he's very good. So it gives it that, 
when it panache, gravitas. gravitas that we've got. Look who we got now doing, you know, the Monday night football games now. We just don't have Steve Levy. And like I said, no knock on Steve Levy. But they've had different people in the booth before, you know, and it didn't work out with other people they've had in there. You know, so now you've got a solid two guys doing a game. And they're they're respected throughout the league. Aikman is one of the best broadcasters, uh, one of the best analysts out there. He's been doing it forever. He's good. He doesn't over talk. And you know, if one thing about him, like people can't rip. If the Cowboys are not playing well and he's doing a game, he'll say, even though he played for the Cowboys, you know, you still have that love for your team. He'll say, hey, they're not that good, or that was a bonehead play, or whatever like that. He's not like you can't say he's a homer. Like he's calling like just those games and he's with the Cowboys, he's got that love for him. He'll rip into him when they have to be ripped into or for any team. And that's good because I want that. I want to know a little bit more. I want to see things from their perspective, but I also, I don't want him covering up for anybody. You know what I mean? I want him to be honest and that's what he is. Now, in, in talking about what, you know, like we've talked about with everything, like the Oscars, the Super Bowl, like, right. like, like the, the marquee thing, is Monday Night Football... Still, what it was is it equally? Important? It'll never be like it was when it first came out. It'll never be because when you were when I was growing up, you got the Giants or the Jets, and that was it. You didn't get there was no Monday night until Monday night football came on. There was no Sunday night game. There was no Thursday night game. It was just you got the Giants at one or four. You had the Jets. That was it in New York, and then you had the highlight shows like. On a Saturday, NFL. they would show like the NFL Today and Pat Summerall would have a projector and he'd be showing you like little clips from the games with the cool music from NFL films. Now it's totally, you got the NFL Network. You can get all the games from the past week. They show them during the week, the best games. So it's not what it was. It never will be with, you know, Frank Gifford and Howard Cosell and Don Marath. It'll never be that. But this gives it a little bit more of... Hey, this is big now. We've got we've got these guys in here. When you had those first games with the first season, it wasn't Frank Gifford, it was Keith Jackson. Then they moved Keith Jackson out to do college football. They brought in Frank Gifford and Don Meredith was amazing. He was funny. He was, you know, he but he could break down a game, but he was also just personable and you laughed and you had a good there was Howard Cosell and controversies and things that he said and whatever. That was like the greatest thing ever. We got another game. We're gonna actually see like uh, you know the Dolphins. If they weren't playing, if the Dolphins weren't playing like the well, they always did because they're in the division. But if the Jets were playing, um, you never saw like a certain team. Like you never saw That's some of these other teams. Me, there because was a time where you didn't see like another team. You only had the teams in their division, reel. and then the way they would go. Now yeah. you get to see every team playing every game here, which is a lot different than what it was. Back then, at the Giant, you know, you get to see, oh, wow, I can get to see the Steelers are playing, you know, the Cowboys on Monday Night Football or whatever. You didn't get to see that if it was on a Sunday, if you were in New York, because you had the Jets and the Giants. Then you could, unless they were, you know, it was like Thanksgiving or something like that. But you didn't see it like that. You didn't, you didn't get, or the playoffs, or the Super Bowl in that case, with the Cowboys being in different so, divisions. So but it was different. So are you saying that the NFL will tailor the games so that the Monday well, night football schedule, game when you well, pay, just like when you pay that kind of game. money. Well, th- don't forget they also have that that schedule that you can 
that flex schedule where they'll take games out and put in for like Sunday night football at that game that the schedule isn't that good. You're allowed to flex out of it to take it from another network and add it to you because that's the way the contract works. So you can do that for Sunday night football. But you're going to try to get the best games you can because Thursday night games are going to be on Amazon now. And only Amazon? I believe it's only Amazon. I think that's the way it goes. I think only Amazon. I don't even think the NFL Network is going to do it. I think it's just exclusively on Amazon. I may be wrong about that. Can our uh, crack staff... Uh, but I think they're only going to be on on Amazon. I don't that's think they're going to so be on the weird. NFL Network. Because but that's because big money was paid. So if you're going to pay big money, yeah, definitely. ESPN is going to get certain games on Monday Night Football... That are going to be better because hey, I don't. We don't want. You yeah, know. Uh, what was it? The twenty twenty three to twenty thirty three. So ten year Amazon gets exclusive Thursday night. Thursday night yeah. only them, right? That's so that's just like for me. That seems like because you look at like the sports leagues. It's the one thing that still has like people from. All, like all of the country watches it, and then all sorts of economic groups, and then all sorts of age groups. So maybe the younger people will be able to just go on Amazon quickly. But you got a lot of people in the middle of the country. Well, yeah, I mean, money. What, what, exactly. The NFL says, you know what? You're paying us. How many people are going to watch it? That's if you want to have it exclusively. That's your business. Also, like they're like, okay, demographic that Amazon wouldn't get. They're like, now you're going to figure it out. Well, yeah, and Amazon's figuring football. People are going to sign up for Amazon now. Amazon Prime. Oh, okay, only for maybe for the season, but that's money. I mean, like we said, gambling was considered a no, 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 no. We are not even going to think about gambling now. How much are you going to give us? Billions of dollars over how many? Come on in. We'll open the door for you. We'll leave the light on for you. If they can make money, they're going to make money. That's the that's the biggest thing for the NFL. How much money can we make? And on top of it, how much more can we make on top of that? Because there's no ceiling limit. These are billionaires. Let's face it. And all they want to do is get more money in there. Because the worst thing an owner wants to see is not a full stadium on a Sunday or a Thursday or a Monday night. You don't want any no-shows. You want to have people coming in the seats, and you want to be making money off everything they can be. You want to put a product on the field so you can get as much money for you can when they're there, and you want to get as much money from gambling and whatever else you can get in. That's why they'll put up with some of the things that go on and give players a break. But it's like that in life, too. Follow the money. Follow. It's all about the money. It's all about the money. So if we had music now, which we are going to have soon, thanks to Mikey and your friend's name again is... Tony. Tony. So he is going to send us... Uh, it has sent us someone. We are very grateful and we're going to have that in our next podcast. But I I, yeah, I, I did want to follow up just on our conversations okay. on the Academy. So. Do that. That's why I didn't mean... Also, we next, do that. I next podcast too, since we're going to talk about ba- Batman and the movie, I want to know... Best Batman ever. Now, I'm taking Adam West out because he is the ultimate Batman. He's, he's the Batman Emeritus. He's the he Batman is, Emeritus. But it's any other Batman you want to bring up, from Val Kilmer to George Clooney to Robert Pattinson. As long as everything's on the table, as long as we just Adam West is Adam the West man. is just... Adam West is the We man. wouldn't have had all of this if Adam West's show That's didn't right. exist. That's and I'm fine absolutely. with all of this staying in. 
Yeah. Okay, sure. Because also you can't have in the back. You can't put. You can't watch an Adam West clip as Batman put next to Christian Bale's Batman. No, yeah, no. Yeah, that's no. the thing. You have to take it for what no. it was at the time. Absolutely, what it was supposed to be. The comic book to yeah, Christian Bale a little dark. Yeah. Best. Okay, we'll do it this way. Next podcast, okay, we're gonna do it this right, way. Right. Best villain. Best Batman. That'll be our. That's a little tease that we're gonna give for the next. For the next uh, show, but and, you want to give and us and some perhaps little... best Batman movie. I'm just going to give us a follow up and maybe okay. a brief discussion. I know we don't have Melissa here, um, but these are the things that were the Academy. I guess listened to us and didn't. Okay, they decided to remove things from their telecast, which I personally think is stupid. But I wanted to hear what you guys had to say because okay. they're removing a lot of technical awards. Okay. And Which we kind of what you guys you yeah I think that was kind of what people and were it's saying. nothing against those people that do that no 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 I mean pers- for me I don't like it but I understand why they're doing is it, it still going to be on a network rather than cable yes yeah, okay. so, like that's not changing none of those big changes happening so they're removing film editing which I think is insane so they're right. removing film you. editing because. Okay. A movie is made in its editing. Okay. Makeup and hairstyling. Okay. Uh, original score, which is, I mean, okay. production not best design. Song. Original not best score song. is different. No, yes, okay. original score is okay. different. Best song, they're still going to have people come out and sing probably not great songs. Okay. Um, production design, which is the entire look of the movie. Right. Um, documentary short, animated short, and live action short. So the shorts... Like, the okay. shorts get the boot. The shorts get the boot. I, I, I. I so are think, those all of them? That those are, are all the ones out? that get removed. It's I, tough because every, like you said, I've seen like any award getting cut for anything. I've seen an industry uproar from people you know you follow online, on social media, whatever. Because mm-hmm. I get it. It's like that is one person's whole entire job right. on the movie cut. But as a watcher. I feel like there's three awards people care about anyway. Yeah. And that, you know. Right. Like best picture, best actor, best actress. Maybe best director. For yeah. yeah. And maybe and, best and supporting. Maybe, and sometimes best screenplay if it's like a top five or whatever. You know, best right. like that. But I don't know. I feel like we we did talk about this a lot in the, in the other podcast on how to fix the Oscars. I don't know if there's any. I'm... For anybody, I feel like any anyone that got cut out from that, I I could totally see why people would be upset, and I feel bad for them too. But I'm just like, if you're watching it from strictly a viewership standpoint, nobody's nobody's watching for that. I so. think yeah, I I kind of agree with you, Mike. And I mean, like for me, it's like these are all, I mean, and film then, editing to me is is crazy big to remove because the movie's made it. <laughs> yeah, he, here's and my while, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Mike. No, it's, ahead. it's just like an editing. I get and that one's a huge one, but even like you were saying, like production. While, like, I think that that is a hugely important thing to anything like that, it's like I don't think, on the other hand of that, anybody's watching the Oscars for the mm-hmm. set production. So it's an insane one to cut out from the, the televised showing because that is the entire tone and look of the entire movie and it's an extremely integral part of it. But nobody's watching the Oscars for that. So I've been thinking about this a lot since we... Have done this. You were going to make a point before. Well, the only thing I wanted to say is that's why I think it should go on a cable network. I think it should be no commercials. You just run it through. Streaming service? Like Netflix. Now, the only problem with that might be like if Amazon puts a movie out and we didn't get 
nominations we thought we were supposed to get or whatever. But I'm saying yeah, you don't have commer- five minutes of commercials in between. Next award, here's sound. Boom. Here's everyone they cut out. You bang it out. One, two, three. They get their time to talk. You know, but you, but you tell each one of the people that are coming up, hey, look, we love the set. We love it. But we got to cut it. You can't have seven people say, I want to thank my kid. We got to cut it short. I don't care if we're on cable or not. But put it on cable. No commercials. Then if people really want, or you know, be great too, Turner Classics. Put it on That's, Turner Classics. See, you know, be awesome. this, this ties into what I was going to say. You you can go. What was, what's I was going to say what would be awesome is if it's on, like you're saying, like a streaming right. service. But maybe it's something like this. It's not, okay, because that did bring up a good point. If it's on Netflix and all these Netflix movies get nominated. Right. Could seem, but if it's on, like, any, it's it could be on Disney, it could be on Amazon, it could be on Netflix, Hulu, all of them, right? Right. But they are live and pre-recorded and when they are on the streaming service you can just fast forward to whatever part you want they can have a 20 minute long acceptance speech but i could just breeze through that if i don't care about that's an idea i I think that there's something to it i think you've got your march madness bracket right Right. in front of you i think that the best thing that the oscars could do is lean in Know that now it's kind of a, a niche thing. Right. It's not what it was, and it's never going to be there. Right. They should lean into the film experts, either go to, like, the Criterion or the Turner Classic Movie, TMC things. Just go full Oscars. Just be all about film. Don't change what you are. Let that be prestige Right. And let it be that. Like, like let it still be, you know, as, as you know, everyone, middle America as possible. But if you... Go to more of the model of like your Independence Period Awards, your SAG Awards, where you can have a little bit of fun with it. I still think you let them drink, right? You let them eat. You do like a little bit of the that um, what is it like the do like the Governor's Ball and the Oscars together, right? Right. Have a little bit more fun to it. Maybe move it to another thing. Play into more of the there's entire internet sub communities of Oscar watchers and Oscar historians. Oh yeah, there's people that get dressed up at home to watch exactly. the Oscar or put on the red carpet two hours beforehand. Do, just go full Super Bowl with it. Love it for that. Understand it's going to be what's going to be. But they've done something that I would say uh, is a bit cringy what's and a that? bit silly. They're doing the um, most popular film Oscar, which they're allowing people on Twitter to vote for the most popular like a film. Poll. Like, it's a like a poll. So it's and, like a People's Choice Award in the Oscar. And right. what could theoretically win an Oscar this year right. is Amazon did this horrible uh, Cinderella musical uh-huh. starring, uh, it was like Cinderella Girl Boss starring Camila Cabello, who's a singer, right? Uh, Pierce Brosnan. It's it's like it's universal. So you think people would might do this as a goof on this? this you're going to get people who are voting as a goof. You get people who legitimately like it, and that's currently leading. Now, if you really want to go by what a fan Oscar movie, and I think what the Oscars thought would happen was Spider Man would win. The right. new, but well, so if, far if it's they, not going that if way. If they find that this doesn't work, are well, they going to air it? The- I, or are they just going to do, hey, before we go to commercial well, break, they, just to let you know. There was an interesting thing that the NHL did. A, you, a fans vote in one player to the All-Star game. Right. And then John Scott, who was an enforcer, got voted into the All-Star game. And he was currently on an AHL team. He wasn't even in the NHL. Right. And they literally made the John Scott rule where you have to be an NHLer to be in there. And then, even from there, they got rid of fan voting of getting somebody in. So if this does happen... 
then that movie will win a Oscar, an Oscar with an asterisk, and then they will never do that again. Right. But I can yeah, see them. I they will. The, the internet will take that and run with it. Yeah, and vote of course for they the will. Worst movie, just to say that yeah. you know, because that's the thing. It's funny. Okay, now the Oscars have right. to present an award to this horrible movie. Because a Johnny right. Depp movie they never heard of is like high in the running. Like it's like because a lot of people online don't like Amber Heard and or Johnny Depp because of what's so it's like okay let's get his movie up. It's it's crazy. It's it's hilarious and like anyone thinking that oh now you know what that Amazon original movie. That's mm-hmm. an Oscar winner. I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> you know well like, like the one I think it's on what is it on Peacock or Marry Me. With J Lo, yes, yeah, and 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 Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. I mean, I see the commercials Oscar, for Oscar. that Oscar hundreds of times. And because you watch Dan Patrick, you have to see them all the time. Because I Peacock see bought that. So Peacock yeah. bought that. And it's on there all the time. And uh, you know, and every time I, I laugh, so anyway, the Oscars because of are still going. Invitation, but so, so I, the Oscars are still going down. Oscars <laughs> took. I think they did the worst of both worlds. They include yeah. something that they shouldn't have, and they remove stuff that. I still think they should do what we say. You don't have best actor or actress. You put up ten and say who's the best out of all of these. There's no, there's no difference. Well, clearly they didn't listen to us. So they did. I, I really like the idea of inducting into the Oscar. Like you're like a Hall of Fame. Like well, you've been yeah. voted into the Oscar. I like Mikey's idea too. Hey, we screwed up. This person won, or this movie won. And this person should have won, or this movie should have won. I think there should be an Oscar yeah, Wall of for Fame, the, for like the, you know, whatever. Yeah, for the past time, yeah, like hey, look, you know what? Uh, we blew it with. Uh, uh, I don't want to name any names, but I could just say we were wrong about her or him. He really should have won, or she really should have won. And that's the way I look at it because I don't buy taking it. away somebody's Oscar is. I'm not saying a you're taking. It. I'm not saying you're taking it away. I'm but saying like you're resubmitted the next right. Year. Why are you going to give somebody an honorary Oscar when they're 80? Because you know what I mean. Give it to them now and say, hey, you know well, what? Like Samuel Jackson said, there's people who won Oscars and it didn't do anything for them because he's getting an honorary Oscar this year. So right. he's like, it's not going to do anything for my career. No, no. He's like, he's like, he's like, I've been in the most like movies. Well, look like, at Adrian Brody. Did Adrian Brody like he he won an Oscar, but he's it's not like his career. He's like this guy that's done like ten other. There's so, there's so much that, like, and I'm not just picking on Adrian Oscar, Brody. Yeah. There's a lot of things like like Sandra Bullock won an Academy Award. You know, I mean, no knock on Sandra Bullock. She's a very nice woman and everything, but I mean, she won it for that football. I can't it's it's more to what you win for. What was the name of that movie? The Blind Side. Like, the why blind did that side. movie catch on? You'll never know. You'll no, never know. Like what. She, I mean, who was up against her? That And there's no not, but I saw some of it. I was like, I. But the Blind Side's like a lifetime original. Exactly. Movie. I it was what I thought. I'm like, seeing that, and I was like, you oh, know, man. okay, you had like Nick Saban was in it too, a little cameo. I get it, but, you know. I thought she was done, and then that movie became huge. It made her. It made her. That also it coincided with all the weird Jesse James stuff. Yeah, and there was just too, yeah. There was a lot of there's things a lot of on. things. So have we solved? I think we've kind of solved that. I just want to bring up one. I want to just before we finish. No, up of on course. That, yeah, I just wanted to say that I'm wearing my Power T-shirt because Power Book Four Force is back. It's it's a new, it's a new it's another one in there. Is it season one or season it's season one? It's Power Book Four because there's been three spinoffs since. The this books, is four. Yes. It's Tommy Joseph Sakura is in Chicago, but Zach, you know the actor. The he was in Peaky Blinders. He was the father in Peaky Blinders. Do you know the man's name? Because I meant to look it up before. This guy is the 
baddest guy on TV right now. His name is Tommy Flanagan. Tommy yeah. Flanagan. And he's a Scottish actor. He's Scottish, but let me tell you something. He is amazing in this. He's amazing in this. This so that's uh, you're ending the podcast. You just want to watch right. Power Book. I'm 4 just going to say Flanagan. watch Power Book Four, and that's his that's his name on yeah. Well, in the in the in the that's his name in real life. His real name that's is Tommy Flanagan. Flanagan. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So watch Power Book Four for Tommy. Tommy Flanagan. Flanagan. I'm just going to tell you. I know it's not for everybody. It's about drug dealer and whatever, but Joseph Zakora is great. You, and you Tommy will, Flanagan, you will know this man Tommy is Flanagan amazing. from being in basically every movie that takes place in the United Kingdom from like 1995 till now. Right, he was a DJ in a club, and he got attacked outside the club, and he's got massive man, facial scars. Man is phenomenal though in this. He plays such a good character, and he is so good in in, in this in this show. I and I I really do. I'm telling you. I know I keep talking about power and it's it, the thing, but it, you know what? It's know. good, clean fun. You put it on. <laughs> it's good, clean fun. And you just see how the other half would live for this and, and what they would do. If we're talking about quick uh, TV show recommendations, too, uh, Winning Time on HBO. Winning Time. I've liked it because me and Steven have bonded watching it. It's a really interesting Oh, is it about, about the Lakers? The Lakers, yeah. Haven't watched it yet. I'm going to... See, I'm bad. If I like something... I gotta watch. You gotta, yeah. So I'm gonna wait and watch the whole run of it. How many? How many more episodes? I mean, it's like I three think it's so 10, far. So there's only been two episodes. So oh, it's only been two. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you got a little while. Okay. Uh, but written by, uh, based on a book written by Jeff Perlman, a, a gentleman from Mayapack, New York. Mayapack. So very close to us. And we so. hopefully we can get him maybe on the yeah, podcast. We'll, we're like we'll, Brewster. We'll book him. Yeah. We book him, Daniel. Mike, is there any show you want to recommend before? I've done Power. He's done. Winning time? Winning time. Is there anything that you're catching? Well, I'm really in an anime kick recently. Zach got me into Attack on Titan. But uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, best show. Uh, top top three show I've ever seen in my life. So to bring it totally to something that has nothing to do with anything. Officially, I haven't done the nerdiest thing this episode. So yeah, I'll, so I'll, I'll, I'll take that, that And once. that's a first. That's, so a, that's a very first. Life has changed. And so, uh, re- yeah, yeah, it's great. Thanks for listening. Sorry we were out for a little while. We had some family issues and, and some... Things that went on, but uh, we are back. No. Just my my final four picks. I, I'm going to throw these in here because I was already because it is also, March. It is I'm, March, I'm, and it is Madness. I'm calling an audible. You have to. You have to. I had Gonzaga, pick. Kentucky, Arizona, and Kansas. Well, Kentucky uh, obviously screwed me, and I was going to take you. Um, I was going to take out of that um, bracket uh, North Carolina, but I didn't. I screwed up. But I'm having Gonzaga beating Arizona. 83-75 in the finals. One That's quick question. I mean. One thing yes. I always want to know. Where is Gonzaga? Washington State. Really? It just, yeah. it just sounds so weird. It Gonzaga. does. Gonzaga. It's, it does. it's in Washington State. How are the Aggies doing? The, the Texas A&M. The, they, they didn't even make it? Okay. I but, just remember one year I put them on a bracket because I like the But uniform. that's good, though. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I think they might have made it in the women's bracket. Oh, good for Texas them. Texas A&M. But I don't, they yeah. did not make it into the 64 here. Uh, Texas A&M. But anyway, thank you for listening and uh, we'll be back soon with music. With music.